0: Yeah, I, I mean, just for, like, the sake of the movie, do you want to, like, I don't know, put some money down on this uh, little game we're about to play?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I was actually thinking the same thing on the way over. Oh, yeah? Things have been pretty good for me recently. How's, <laughs> oh, that's like, awesome. uh, 125 G's? 125,000, uh, like, in the movie? Like, in dollars. Like, in the movie, yeah. Uh, you said, like, for the sake of the movie, <laughs> you wanted to do it. So, I'm... Um, that makes sense, right? I was thinking,
0: like, a, a donut...
1: Oh, yeah, I could go for a donut. Okay, cool. Okay, great.
0: Yeah, winner gets a donut. Welcome to the Moving Screen podcast. It's a movie podcast where we talk about a movie while playing basketball. I'm Richie Owens, uh, and this, uh, like I just said, is a stupid idea for a podcast (laughs) that I have created. Um, uh, Who knows how it's going? Who knows if it's listenable? I've said it before. I think it's going to be the most listened to, unlistenable podcast in history. Maybe it'll be listenable. We don't know. Uh, we break. I think this... You got stiff competition. on I that. think I do too. Yeah, you're <laughs> there's right.
1: Some, there's some unlistenable <laughs> popular podcasts.
0: Um, I guess we'll see. We'll, we'll see it in a, after season one, uh, <laughs> what happens. Uh, I'm breaking this the show down to seasons. Uh, so the first ten episodes are going to be about basketball movies, appropriately, because that's what we're going to play. Uh, and today we're talking about uncut gems, with. The host of the authorized podcast.
1: When you switch over to space movies, are you going to go to space and, and is that yes. going to be the format? Yes,
0: we're going to we're going to switch settings based on what movie it is. So, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to Silent.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'll be something.
0: That'll be that'll be really unlistenable. <laughs> um, but Andrew Overby, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you. Uh, Thrilled to be here.
0: Yeah. So we're gonna start this podcast with a little shoot around, sort of mm. shoot the shoot around, shoot the shit, mm-hmm. shoot around, find you out. You
1: can't assume I know any term. Cool. Shoot around. It sounds shoot like around we're just shoot around. We're just gonna be
0: shooting some baskets. Okay.
1: Great. Uh, this is know, maybe just, the ninth just time. Mess around. Sorry to step on you. No. This is no. maybe the ninth time in my life I've held a basketball. So. <laughs> I was gonna,
0: that was uh, your leading right up to my next question, which is. Uh, What is your history with sports?
1: What is my history with sports? I hated sports so much as a child. And I was a, a very overweight child. And then I went to a high school where I had to play a sport every season. And so I got really into running. What do you mean you had
0: to play a sport?
1: Like I I, I was raised at a private school. Okay. And so the expectation was I would go to that private school. Yeah. And I'm remembering dribbling. (laughs) Dribbling's a part (laughs) of the sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And the private school made it so that you were required to do a sport all three seasons.
0: Yeah. And so- That's insane.
1: Yeah, it was insane. And I didn't want to learn any rules because I hated sports, so I just started running. And <laughs> running I... away from school? Yeah, running away from school.
0: <laughs> they were like, hey, you gotta play a sport, and you just started running. <laughs> yeah, and
1: I mean running, I'm not in running shape right now, but it did become like a 15-year obsession. Yeah, I, I, I that's would... what happened to
0: a lot of uh, kids, I feel like from freshman year of high school, was like, oh, I, I just, I'm just gonna join cross country, and then all of a sudden they were like, the fastest kid in the world.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well uh, it seems yeah. like so what, much. Was it fun. cross country specifically or both? I did track only to stay in shape for cross country. And so that final year I just totally bailed on track. I was like, there's there's no reason to do this like rat in a maze bullshit. You know? I was out there for the for the scenery. Yeah. I still get sad on days like this, honestly, because if I was in running shape, this would be like a beautiful day. Right. I I was also on track.
0: Uh, And I was just not very good. Uh, What were your events? I did... They always wanted me to run the 400 sprints, but I have uh, athletic asthma, Okay. I think. I mean, I definitely have asthma. Right. I I don't know if it's only seasonal. Asthma and athletic. um, Just that I get, like, really... It's really hard for me to... Uh, breathe correctly okay. when I'm like, gotcha. Uh, playing a sport, at least for like a long distance. Uh, so, so what'd you do? I did sports. I did sprints, and I did like. Uh, they wanted me to do the 400, Ooh. and I was like, I can't. Like <laughs> that is too long for me, and I would be having to go too fast. If it was a distance, uh, if it was a distance. You'd be dead. (laughs) I'd be dead if it was a full distance race, but if it was a distance paced
1: 400, right? (laughs) (laughs) I would have been probably really good, actually. I think in my time on the track team, I think I did some distance paced 400s. I don't think (laughs) I was supposed to, but... Um,
0: yeah, I also, like, I ran hurdles. I tried a different event every year. Should I try one of these? Yeah, of course. This will oh. come in handy when we from play. From my
1: perspective, it looks like it went in. Yeah, and it, yeah. It,
0: from the camera, it didn't go in, but... Okay, great. Um, but you edit but these. I could, yeah. Great. I'll put in, like, a little swish. And that one went in. Um, yeah, yeah, unless I we
1: say otherwise, just for the listener. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It went in.
0: Correct. There are a lot of shots we just don't comment on. That one went in. Um... <laughs> But, yeah, I, I tried all of, like, the different, like, fun events, uh, that, or ones that I was, like, oh, it's, like, pole vaulting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hurdles. Fucking, uh, uh, what was it called? Steeple
1: steeplechase?
0: No, they didn't have that. No steeplechase? That's a little too long.
1: I went on a, uh, bachelor party this weekend. Nice. And, uh. Congrats. Who's in. Thank you. Thank you. My <laughs> friends are very marriable. And, uh. It was in Jim Thorpe, Pennsylvania. Uh-huh. It was like a uh, Olympic decathlon guy. And uh, your your friend is an Olympic decathlon no, guy? No, no. The town was named for oh, a, a famous it. Olympic decathlon guy from like the 40s. Got it. I don't think I ever realized that a decathlon is 10 unrelated <laughs> events. Like you're not going, I'm running, I'm steeplechasing, I'm... Right. It's uh. Like a triathlon, I know, is running, swimming, biking. In a row? Yes. Right. As one, part of one race. A decathlon is more of this, like, it's like a doctor is telling you that <laughs> you're a good man. <laughs> I observed everything you can do. I mean,
0: they named a city after him.
1: They I, named a city after him. It's a little I insulting, like it's, though.
0: I feel like it's whoever whoever uh, finishes a decathlon gets a city named after them. Regardless That's true. That's true. What Most done. of Pennsylvania is just decathlon <laughs> dudes. Um, so
1: what... Uh, Why did you say it was like kind of an insult? Oh, it's kind of an insult because uh, his real name was uh, Bright Path because he was a Native American mm. uh, athlete and everyone in the history of his career was like i of course won't respect that you're native american can we come up with another name for you uh jim thorpe i guess
0: <laughs> that is like that's insult i feel like it, just that name is insulting like regardless of the racist implications yes absolutely
1: <laughs> absolutely if i heard my friend was engaged to a jim thorpe <laughs> you know like, would- don't do
0: this you're making the biggest mistake i know realize- i know
1: I'd be like, I need to have several dinners to vet this guy. <laughs> it's a, it's like a
0: rom-com, but you're not in love with the girl. You just don't want her to marry a guy named Jim Thorpe. Yeah,
1: exactly. Let's get somebody with a little more character in here.
0: <laughs> um, it's like, I mean, obviously not as offensive, but... Uh, you're terrified,
1: by the way, right? What?
0: Just seeing this, you're terrified? Yes. You're doing so good. Okay, amazing. Your form, everything. Um, Listening to the Blank Check uh, series about uh, Buster Keaton. Um, I haven't started it. You haven't started it? I haven't started it. I'm also reading the book. Um, Yeah, I've had the book for a while. uh, But uh, Fatty Arbuckle, famous silent filmmaker, did not like being called Fatty. Really? (laughs) Yeah. That was just, uh, his name is Roscoe. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, like... He, they, they made in the book. Dana uh, Stevens mm-hmm. says, like, his friends uh, and family called him Roscoe. The only Wait. time he was called Fatty was by his fans or uh, the people who made his movies and named him Fatty.
1: Well, this is a little known fact, but it, it's only since about 2013 that you've been allowed to tell people that a nickname hurts your feelings. (laughs) Before that, you just had to eat
0: it. I did have a friend in high school, because we had two friends named Chris, uh, and...
1: um, Oh, all right, all right.
0: (laughs) uh, I had two friends named Chris, and one day, like, the first time that we hung out with the two of them together, one of them was wearing a red shirt, And one of them was wearing a blue shirt.
1: Surely this will not uh, impact them forever.
0: (laughs) Well, there was a red Chris and a blue Chris. Red red Chris slowly just became Chris. Woo, right back to Uh, me. (laughs) And uh, blue Chris became blue. Uh, So we called him blue forever. (laughs) And one time at a party, I was like, do you like that we call you blue? And he was like, "No." (laughs) no. And I was like, okay. So I tried to call him Chris forever. You know, and it's a,
1: the whole nickname and culture, though, I think yeah. is a lack of a sense of humor, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like people being like, I changed your name because I couldn't think of any real <laughs> joke.
0: Yeah, I've, like, I've always been like, uh, even if everybody calls someone by their last name, I'm going to call them by their first name. Right. Uh, yeah, just like, And if anyone was like, hey, Owens, I'd be like, I'm Richie.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, with you, there's so many of you. Yeah. So many of you Owens boys. That's true. There's also. uh, I I think I'm ready for this. Ready? Yeah, you got to try it. All right, here we
0: go. Oh, that was almost close.
1: Don't say anything, they'll think it's
0: Swish. (laughs) Uh, That was almost close to missing. He made it. Uh, but yeah, I I still get a lot of dick, some dickies. Sure. Uh...
1: When did you assert that it was Richie, not Richard?
0: Right, right away, because my grandpa was named Richard. He went by Rich. Nice Uh, grandpa? What?
1: Was it a nice grandpa? Yes. But still, it was like, I'm not an old man.
0: Yeah, I think they were just like, well, there's two of them. We can't call them both rich. Right. So, uh, we'll call one of them Richie.
1: So are you straight up a uh, the third
0: no no okay. no i no. uh, my mom's dad was rich my dad's dad was, was hubert uh and my dad wanted to name me hubert because my grandpa died when my dad was 14 and my grandma said uh jim you can't do that to him."
1: You, you're not allowed to put <laughs> that on a man
0: which now i think if, like i if i have a kid i'm not opposed to naming it hubie i think
1: that if you were hubert it would either do nothing to or help your comedy career.
0: That's true. But, and this is going to be one of the best segues of all time. Hubie
1: is a great nickname. (laughs) There's
0: a movie called Hubie Halloween, starring one Adam Sandler. Uh,
1: Where could he possibly be going with this? (laughs) And Adam
0: Sandler is the star of Uncut Gems, the movie that we were about to talk about. Um and we're going to start talking about it playing a little pickup game.
1: Okay, I love it.
0: Uh so that's just a, a game to 10. First person to 10 wins. Uh-huh. If you make the shot, you got to get the ball back. Okay. Make it take it is what they say. Wow. Uh So uh yeah, we're just going to So we're going to play to 10. mm
1: mm-hmm. Mhm. Do you explain this to everyone, or is it just because of my ignorance? I,
0: I'm explaining it to everyone, and also I guess for the listener, they can't. Yeah, just it's super like, We're going to play pick-up game. Yeah. Um, since you're the guest, I'll let you go first.
1: Fantastic.
0: Um, oh, and if, uh, I miss a shot, you have to grab it and take it back to the center. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, then you can try to score. In basketball, can I dribble with both hands? Uh... Is it done? like you can switch can you switch hands yes can you like pad it with both hands not this no that's that, does, a double that dribble. doesn't
1: even seem advantageous no but um, that is
0: what kids do i think before they learn <laughs> yeah i also switch. bowl like this what's your problem <laughs> hey that, um, that's
1: fine if it works are we are we trying to take the ball from each other and stuff yeah oh great okay um we can so make it take it means you could just rename this one richie's ball <laughs> uh we don't know about that <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um. so Uncut Gems 2019
1: what's your history with this movie so I was all in on the Safdie Brothers uh, circa Good Time coming out in 2017 I went to see Good Time uh, I was uh, drunk uh, out of my mind sorry cause I had to, ch- to check
0: the ball yeah no problem I don't um, know what that means uh, when I when it's my turn <laughs> when it's my turn with the ball I pass it to you you just pass it right back to me that's just like we're like agreeing that things are changing. Oh great, I
1: was so behind on the rules. I missed it, so it's your ball? <laughs> yes. Great, I get it now. Yeah, cool. because it went out of bounds. <clears throat> Wonderful. Uh, so anyway, I go to see Good Time in 2017 uh-huh. and uh, had a drinking problem. Sure. Passed out in the theater, didn't see the second half <laughs> of the movie. Somehow, thought the first half was good enough that I went back to Oh, that's
0: one-nothing oh. me. All
1: right, I'm ready for the check. <laughs> there you okay. go. At the check. Um. Yeah, I thought it was good enough that I went back and still saw the second half. Fucking loved it. It is and very,
0: very, very good.
1: I spent two and a half years of my life talking about Uncut Gems, a movie that <laughs> didn't even have a trailer, to anyone that would listen to me. Uh,
0: and, yeah,
1: it's... By far, my most anticipated movie of ever. Um, did it live up to the hype? Absolutely. Uh, the first time I saw it, Christmas Eve of 2019, I didn't really get it, like it, understand it. Sure. Went back to see it two days later, and I was like, this is the great American film <laughs> depicting, like, modern rage and how we yeah. live in, like, a... Anger is currency culture. <laughs> that and like, um, like addiction. Ooh. Addiction for sure. I'm. Oh, oh my god. That's a fucker. two pointer. I don't know if we can
0: swear on this, but I will. Be. <laughs> yeah, no, you have to swear if that something like that happens. You have to swear? That's three nothing.
1: That's at least three swears too, so I think we're good. Cool. Uh, yeah, I, uh, as someone who used to drink a lot, uh, if anyone listens to my podcast, they know I interpret every movie as an addiction <laughs> allegory, sure. but this one
0: definitely is. Oh, yeah, for is. sure. Um, Norm MacDonald very famously said, uh, gambling might be an addiction, but it's the only
1: addiction where you can win a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> I need to um, check the ball, as they say. Yes. Good boy. Wow, feels good and powerful. Um... Yeah, I think the thing I love about Uncut Gems is that it's an addiction film that never uses the cheap card of depicting why the addiction is materially destructive. He never ever loses a bet. No. And the gem is truly magical. Uh, I I, uh, watched it and
0: watched it with the commentary, Um, and they say, Howie is the gem.
1: How he is the gem. So it's like a, it's like a, what what's-his-name-from-Wonder-Woman-1984 situation. <laughs> I want to become the
0: stone. Uh, yeah, it's exactly like uh, Pop, uh, Pedro Pascal in Wonder-Woman-1984. I don't
1: One of the no, best movies of all time. I mean, I'll famously disagree with a director on what they think of their own film. But I don't know if I agree with that. Because when the gem leaves his possession at the end of the movie, check. Check. Um, he loses his luck. So I don't know if I agree with that synopsis or that uh, that theory. Um, yeah, I was I was curious about
0: it. They definitely go into more explanation like at the end. Yeah, and kind of uh, here's a check, uh, blank check if you will.
1: Um, <sighs> <sighs> Now you're checking balls every time you record an episode, so how many times have you used the blank check joke? Uh, Ah, that's the first time. Okay, great. I choose to believe you. (laughs) It's true. And of course, this
0: podcast is brought to you by Metro Rail. (laughs) There's no better and more affordable way than to to get to the suburbs.
1: Am I taking the Metro? So what's what's the deal with that? Why did you choose a basketball court with such a prime soundscape? (laughs) Um, because it's hidden, and I assumed that, uh... Your fans would be flocking? <laughs> yeah. It's, I just assumed that I would be able to find even a my court. my is it? Yeah,
0: well, you missed it, but it didn't go out of bounds, so. Great.
1: I have no idea what the rules are. You're
0: you could tell me that. anything, and I'd go, that
1: makes sense.
0: I, yeah, and, you know, of course, there's, don't forget,
1: special shot that's worth 100 points. Yes, of course. Uh, but, yeah, I think <laughs> Gems is... Underappreciated for exactly the reason it's valuable, which is people went and saw the movie and they're like, What a silly thing. <laughs> it's people are saying fuck so much and it's so whatever. Yeah. It's just this silly, screamy movie. Ooh. But, woo!
0: That's four nothing. I
1: believe you. <laughs> I think one of those numbers might remain the same. Uh, <laughs> I doubt it. But the whole movie is just people like, it's asserting that they are the most aggrieved of all the parties. Yeah. So, I kind of,
0: go ahead. watching it this time, I kind of was like, is Lakeith Sanfield the real villain of this movie? A little bit. Because <laughs> he, like, if he just gets that gem back to Howard, doesn't just ditch him in Philly? <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, he gets it to the jeweler on time, it's like he gets the uh, the appraisal done on time.
1: Well, yeah.
0: But, ultimately, Howard is a uh, you know, not a great man. I remember after this movie came out, I was talking to someone, and I was like, yeah, I've never, like, rooted for someone I hated so much Yes. in a movie.
1: Yes, absolutely. Uh, and everyone looks down at the ball the whole time they're doing it, right? <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Okay, great. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh,
0: but that, and they were like, you were rooting for him? I was like, you can't enjoy that movie unless you are rooting for him. Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. I, I think he never gets the full, you know, I bet it all, I lost it all. And instead, the movie shows you how betting it all at all, like totally <laughs> right. releases your agency, right? And it's like wearing him down morally. Like his life is in total shambles. Oh my God. That was incredible. That's
0: six to nothing.
1: You should have taken that 125K <laughs> bet. Um, yeah, I really should have taken
0: Yeah, you're right. But <laughs> maybe a donut will be worth it.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I, I feel as though. His total loss of control is like, the, the movie really shows that it's independent of what, the, how the actual bets pan out. Right. Just because he's prioritized it above all else. Um, yeah, that's like, I mean, that's,
0: that's the thing. I think they, they said he's the gem because he is just like pure. Like, yeah. Like, he's rough. Like, yeah, that he has like a specialness to him. Well he's uh, himself
1: one hundred percent. That guy doesn't go into yeah. two rooms and act two different ways. No.
0: Um,
1: yeah. I also want to say the fact that this is my absolute favorite film and I obviously don't understand a thing about <laughs> basketball yeah. is a testament to its power. They they talked about that
0: in the commentary because they were like, Yeah, Julia Fox doesn't know anything about basketball or betting. Uh so uh,
1: so they have her character constantly asking, "Did we just win?" <laughs> and things yeah, like right they're like,
0: "Oh, um, yeah." So like we once we made sure that she understood what was happening. Like we were sure that like regular non-basketball, non-betting people would understand what was happening.
1: Definitely. Did uh did they talk in the commentary about the Bogosian and the kidnapping scene? Um, they did. Is uh, that anecdote? is fucking incredible uh which which anecdote the anecdote about ahead. how sandler and the very unfamous guys roughing him up in the back <laughs> yeah. are improvising right yeah and they're having a ton of fun and they're being loud as shit. and uh bogosian is like hey i understand you guys are clowning <laughs> around but some of us actually have lines to get out that drive the plot forward. And uh, one of the Safties says to him, this entire movie is about asserting that you are the important man. Yeah. And if you cannot be hurt over these guys, you're failing the movie.
0: Yeah. You know, they said, like, you have to say, like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which he does. Which he does. <sighs> that... So this is my fourth watch of this movie ever. Okay. Uh, five if you include commentary. Uh-huh. Um, and this, for some reason, was the most stressful. <laughs> well,
1: because you knew you were going to be out-intellected, which is tough.
0: <laughs> out-intellected in uh, which way? By me, right now. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I think that was a big, uh, a big reason for it. Presumably, what I just did is illegal. No, where you grab the ball with both hands and then keep dribbling. Oh yeah, that's a double dribble. But I
1: think you're fine. What's he gonna do? Uh, yeah, the Bogosian performance is
0: unreal. There, like, I didn't watch it. I meant to watch it for the sketch there or for this show, but there was an SNL sketch. Okay. Uh, when Adam Sandler was young, on the show, where he plays Eric Bagosian. Really? Yeah. Oh my God! Uh, In
1: what context?
0: He's like boxing or something. It's like huh. celebrity fights.
1: I think Bogosian and more than anybody Seven else. nothing, I think. Yeah, just whatever you want it to be. It's that nothing. <laughs> Bogosian and compared to everybody else, sells the "I'm pretending to be the big dog" thing so well. Yeah. The reveal, where uh, does grapevining help? Is that like a thing? <laughs> yeah, sure it does. Okay, because like you don't know what I'm gonna do next. I sure don't. Okay. Oh. And you
0: also have the really great defensive strategy of just letting me shoot. <laughs> I have to break the strategy of letting you shoot? Uh, no, it's just like you're. That's, I think you're sort of uh, calling card, like the Joker. I love to let you shoot
1: <laughs> yeah. because I don't believe in you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, <gasps> I underestimated just, just like Howie. Yeah. Uh, but this, the kidnapping scene, the way he's trying to be so terrifying and is being so terrifying, and the second to last shot of him in that is him looking sorrowful. And then without showing the transformation, they go back to him and he's back to terrifying. Mm-hmm. It's like that, that, that scared man is just underneath the surface, which I think is true of all of those guys. Yes. He's just the realist, like most human one, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah, he also
0: like, it's pretty clear that once Howard, spoiler alert, wins
1: the bet, um, which, let's be clear, three bets in the movie. First bet we hear is the one from the trailer. You know, I want the Celtics to cover. Yeah. Second one That's we hear... That's the stupidest fucking bet I ever heard. It's the stupidest fucking bet I've ever heard. God. Yeah, I disagree. I mean, I, I'm sure I'm not the only one from New England who just, this movie hit on so many levels. <laughs> my dad was listening to Mike Francesa for like my whole childhood, Mike oh, the Mad sure. Dog, and... Uh, to have him show up in a sports betting movie. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure it connected a few people to their dead fathers. Oh, for sure. Um, do I have this, or is this the most prolonged ball check <laughs> you've ever done? Okay, yeah. great. Um, yeah, the the second bet, of course, is the one at the end, but there really is a hidden one at the beginning. What's that? He mailed $100,000 to <laughs> Ethiopia. <laughs> You're right. Just sort of and this
0: podcast is brought to you by Metro. No better way to get to Crystal Lake,
1: Illinois than by taking the Metro. Yeah, no, it is good, and the the windows are pretty large, which is nice. And green. And green, although all transit has become unaffordable, but that's that's for another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, <geez>. Whoa. <sighs> is this dramatic that I just never shoot? Yeah, there's I a mean, clock
0: in a real game, right? There's a clock. Yeah, and also I could be trying to take the ball, but I am not. Right. You can, you can antagonize me. Oh, I know. You can just
1: absolutely oh, run I me know. into the ground. I'm, I
0: think I'm antagonizing you by being nice and quiet about it. Oh Wow, great. <laughs> you think the video will speak for itself, yeah. which it will. But we also play horse after this. I just Great.
1: Hope. That's Well, I'm going to totally turn it around there. <laughs> You're going to be like, who is this guy? <sighs> I think it's important, too. It's just a, Ooh, a crucial thought ball. about the movie I want to get out. It's important too that they show us what people see when they look into the gem. Yeah, for the viewer and for Sandler, it's this beautiful rainbow landscape. For Garnett, it's you know images of black excellence and also uh, strife. Yes. And you have this. Right? No, no, it's your ball. Okay. Um, I I think there's something going on with how. We've abstracted work away from what work really is, right? Like the people working in that movie are the professional NBA players. We're doing this sort of like backbreaking job or of course the miners. Yes. And why do they show us that miner at the beginning with a broken leg? Because they want to show us that like real labor still exists in the world. Yeah. And we all pretend we're doing it on our little computer jobs or whatever. <laughs> right. And. The whole film is people saying the risk I'm taking, betting on people whose lives have real stakes, <laughs> yeah. is real work. Yeah, is equal to that original work. I
0: I do bet. I have money on. I'm the not Ce- anti-bet. I have money on the Celtics game tonight.
1: Look, I'm not anti-bet. No, I don't think. But if be- you were like, if you were like, my ass is on the line. <laughs> or you kid Like, I'd be like, you put your ass on the line. Right. You know.
0: Um, that's, uh, that's my, that'd be my job. I, I would love to be, like, in a comfortable enough spot that bedding was my job. <laughs> okay, it was close. Um, also, like, they didn't mention it, but maybe I'm connecting it because of, uh, I just watched Space Jam. Yeah. Uh, but when when Garnett looks into the, the opal, I... It like reminds me of Space Jam where they show like Michael Jordan. Yeah. At every instance of his like life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's like
1: Are you mixing up Space Jam and Air or do they do it in both?
0: Do they do it in both in the in air? I haven't watched it yet. At and the end it'll of be the an air, episode on this podcast.
1: At the end of air they do like a uh, an inspirational This is where his life will go type of oh, thing. Oh, cool. Yeah.
0: Um, This podcast, of course, is brought to you by Amtrak. No better way to take a uh, two-day trip, 48-hour trip to uh, Seattle
1: than by taking the Amtrak. Yes, and you can, of course, rent out an entire car for yourself. And take Amtrak in luxury, but it will bankrupt you, <laughs> and your mother will have to reverse mortgage even <laughs> if she's dead.
0: It's true. I really wanted a sleeping car, but instead I curled up between two seats when I. Oh, I'm not sleep.
1: even talking about sleeping cars, my friend. There's the sleeper things, and then there's uh, the you have a car. Thing. Really? And that's that's that'll that'll a bankrupt you. A sleeper is already like a
0: fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, it's uh, it's upsetting. Uh, so I can't imagine what a regular one would be. Ugh. Uh, But yeah, I don't think
1: betting is inherently immoral. I just think that it embodies this thing about American life that like, bosses are doing, that pretty much everyone is doing, which is no matter what position you're in, no matter if you put yourself there, everyone Uh is going, I'm the most at risk, I'm the most (laughs) aggrieved, and that makes me worthy of respect. Right. It does feel
0: silly to think of people like uh, Kevin Garnett Any basketball player, really, who gets paid to make a living. Uh huh. Oh, I could like guard or something.
1: Shooting basketball. Part of this is basketball. (laughs) I forgot. Okay.
0: Uh, (laughs) um, Like, it's like, oh yeah, it's like a goofy job. But then also, I watched a clip of Kevin Garnett talking about guarding Nikola Jokic, who's the best basketball player in the world right now. Uh huh. Um, And he was talking about it in such like a deep. Like interesting way of how he would guard this guy, that I, like, one made me appreciate like, the mindset that these people have, uh-huh. uh huh, that I just can't comprehend, and uh,
1: also like made me upset that I can't watch Kevin Garnett play against Nikola Jokic. I'm sure this was discussed on the commentary, but the Garnett casting. I'm only sidestepping the basketball stuff because I don't understand it. <laughs> the Garnett casting is this incredible thing, because they had that whole journey of it was almost some other guy. It was almost Joel Embiid, oh, and the, Embiid.
0: the current uh, MVP of the National Basketball Association. So
1: not retired?
0: No, that was the reason that he yeah. couldn't do it, was because shooting got pushed and to during the season and he couldn't take time off to film.
1: And if you, uh, what am I trying to say? Embiid, oh yeah, if you listen to an interview with these guys, they'll say, that the reason it was so hard to find someone was because they needed someone who was retired, who had the time, but mm-hmm. who still looked like they could be a current player. Yeah. Now, have you seen Lenny Cook, the Safety brothers? No, uh, but I just saw that that movie existed uh, today. So, uh, my, my joke when Uncut Gems came out was uh, the Safety brothers, they made a movie about a shitty dad, they made a thriller, and they made an NBA movie. <laughs> and now they made an th- NBA thriller about a shitty dad. <laughs> yeah. um, but that movie, not to body shame Letty Cook, but this guy almost was a star, and a lot of the movie is about him trying to make it in the NBA. Yeah, I saw that, like the tagline was like, he was more recruited than LeBron or something. And they smash cut basically halfway through the movie to this guy being um, kind of sad, and his life didn't go the way he wanted, and having put on a lot of weight. And it sounds like that's the situation with a lot of retired players, is they, because they're on such an incredible athletic regimen, they're eating like crap, right? Right. And then the moment they stop, they just become a different person, right? You know? <laughs> yeah.
0: That's
1: um, so that's um, sort of interesting. I mean, uh, the Garnett performance.
0: He's perfect. I, well, so Softies are big Celtics fans, or big Knicks fans. Uh-huh. They hate the Celtics. Uh-huh. Uh, when they met uh, Kevin Garnett for the first time, Josh Softy was like, <laughs> Josh Softy was like, hey, if someone lets you know I fucking hate you, I hate the Celtics, I hate, <laughs> like, he, and he, like, listed a bunch of shit that he did that he didn't like. Yeah. Uh, and I think that really set them off on the right foot, because, like, obviously, like, you have to, like, be able to joke about this stuff. Holy <laughs> like, <God>. shit. What? Wow. <laughs> That's nine points. Oh, what do we playing away. to?
1: Ten. Oh, get yeah, set point. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, next time we'll, we'll do tennis. Is your video going to be all messed up? Because my, my camera's just like this. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, we'll staring see. at the ball the whole time that I've I've learned that
0: I have to just like I like like to avoid eye contact but
1: but you're basically the, the main camera for the pod
0: I yes I, see. I, I feel bad that a lot of the first episode is me and then like the top of my friend Elsie's head um, but that's why you go to patreon.com slash moving screen <laughs> uh, <laughs> I uh, pay five dollars a month and get to watch the top of my friend's heads while he play basketball um, it is worth it uh, I'll probably send merch and stuff to you every month um, but yeah so like they can uh, and this podcast is brought to you by Amtrak Midwest no better way to get across the Midwest than on an Amtrak you can get a Connie's pizza that gets put in the microwave
1: for a minute or you can have the thing that happened to me they, they woke me up one time they woke me up I was sleeping in a seat and they were like, do you want a breakfast sandwich? And I was like, yes. And then they came back to get the payment later. <laughs> and I was like, I wouldn't have agreed. I didn't know the rules. That is wild. Yeah. For the game.
0: Um, yeah, Kevin Grant, did they, never they go in. No, that did not go okay, in. Okay, great.
1: Kevin Grant never acted before. Is he, uh, let me throw this out here. Aside from the people who become actors as like a second career, yeah. is he the best athlete performance? In a film. I can't think of anything that He's is so damn convincing.
0: Better. Uh, I guess. <laughs> Rick Fox? I don't know who that is. Uh, what movie's that? He was a Laker and um, he. Uh, we're getting infiltrated.
1: Um, I guess if I do full circles, you can get around pretty well. That's good to uh, know. I only need to guard the front. I get it now. Of your body.
0: Yes. Yeah, correct.
1: Uh, so like,
0: yeah. Rick Fox was a Lakers guy, and he's in Holes.
1: (laughs) That's really scared me away. I can't wait to see that
0: (laughs) that reflection.
1: In Holes, okay.
0: Yeah, and he he had a a couple other rules, uh, roles, and other things. Sure. Um, Holes, the last Andrew Davis
1: movie. I think. Uh, the fugitive guy. The who? The fugitive guy. Oh, is that true? It's a really weird late career switch up for him. Huh. Yeah. It, I mean, there's a through line, right? Wrongfully accused man. Yeah. Whew. All right. Is it me? Uh, Yeah, you got. You didn't go out of bounds. I love either. to have the ball. It's one of my favorite things to do. Ooh, so close. One of these days it'll... It'll go in, (laughs) sort of from the top, you know? Maybe it won't. Mm. (sighs) We are being taken over right now. Yeah. It happens when you sort of project (laughs) such such, uh, wimp energy as I do. (laughs) 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 Okay, that is a point, I think. Yeah, you did it. Holy shit, yeah, I didn't
0: even think about it. It's not not going to be a
1: dang shutout. (laughs) That is nine to one, is your ball? Nine to one. Yeah, it's my ball because as we all know when you make it you take it. That's sure. That's That's something I say very regularly. Uh, uh, uh. Okay, okay. (sighs) Um Uh you take it cuz I did not make it. No. And therefore I do not take it. <laughs> no, that's ours.
0: Oh. Uh If
1: you get it as long as it doesn't go bad. Okay.
0: Um So yeah, I don't I don't think any actor is better than Kevin Garnett as far as an athlete surprisingly goes. Yeah. Uh most of them are pretty bad. I watched a little bit of White Men Can't Jump, su- surprisingly, uh, the new one. The new one. Surprisingly, Jack Harlow, not a good actor. What? Come on. Uh, but he- the music. He's, he's a musician. But the music was so good. <laughs> I know. You look at him and you think, he's he's gonna, not only a good actor, but he's probably a really good basketball you player. You know, the,
1: the weak. Ooh. Oh, this Ooh. guy. That's it. He does a little hop. They call that a layup. We call that a little hopper, um, as we all know. The uh, week I met my girlfriend, she was talking about how excited she was for the new Jack Harlow album from last year, Red Flag. But even she, after a week of talking it up, the album dropped, and she was like, this is unlistenable. I think I'm out. Wow. Yeah. That red flag turned into a green flag? It turned into something more beige. <laughs> <laughs> Absence of Jack is not a promised, uh, a promised quality. <laughs>
0: So for listeners of the podcast, some uh, kids just started playing basketball while we were playing basketball, mm-hmm. uh, kind of getting in our
1: way, getting in yeah. my way in a way that made me feel very anxious. And for the record, during what we're referring to as the takeover, I scored a point. So yeah. if Richie yes. cuts that- I won't cut that. I am not a goose egg loser. No, no, no. Uh, I did win though. You did win. Uh, I don't know, it's, you? it was 10 to one. Is it one of those games like uh, ping pong where you have to win by two or three or like 11? <laughs> is that a thing? Yeah,
0: I guess I sh- we should go back and play one more point. Just yeah, to be, yeah, definitely. Just so safe.
1: I think 10 to 1 people are likely to go. That could have gone either way. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm sure you'll be on the podcast again. Uh, I assume you'll use this time to train. Uh, oh, 100%. And just I, this is my goal for this whole thing is to... Become uh, just a 100% shooter. Uh, make every shot I take. Uh, maybe to be more realistic, nine, 90% shooter. Mm-hmm. Um. But you know. Uh, also, I do just want. I, I I didn't explain that since we got kind of bumped from our court, that we were just having a nice leisurely walk. We're just having
1: a nice leisurely uh, walk. Where we
0: would. Uh, maybe go play horse, which was the original plan. I was going to say we play uncut instead of horse or gem instead of horse
1: or uncut gems. Oh, as the word. Yes. I was going to say, if we're if we're playing uncut and we just whip it out, I'm going to lose.
0: <laughs> uh, I would also lose. We'd both lose <laughs> that game. Now, if we were
1: playing gems and I whipped it out, I'd be fine. Yes, correct. Um... So now that we're walking, do I have to talk about A Walk to Remember or, or Before Sunrise or something?
0: Yeah, You just have to talk about any part of the movie where they're walking. In it. Oh,
1: my God. So much of it. Let's talk about that. So they th- this movie, I think, is sort of the spiritual twin to Michael Clayton. You've seen mm. Michael Clayton? Uh, no. Okay. George just, Clooney. George Clooney. I think it's also on my S- list. Sort of all, yeah. thriller? Definitely thriller. What am I talking about? Yeah. But really the, the iconic two... Stressed out guys running errands. Movies. <laughs> sure. So much of, of gems is just this beautiful camera work on the part of uh, who, whatever his name is, who uh, is, is, is a Woody Allen scene? favorite. Oh, um, no. no, no, their actual DP is a Woody Allen guy. Oh, cool. um, but yeah, the, the shot in the scene, the the big annoying scene that drives everyone crazy, yeah.
0: where this podcast brought to you by CTA. Take a bus. Yeah, take the bus. armageddon
1: Bus is good. Uh, should we stay away from the road? Uh, yeah. There's a whole park to walk around. <laughs> yeah. Um, Man, I really
0: wish those kids didn't fucking take my spot.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was... Uh, it was kind of
0: rude, but I guess that's also a part of what public basketball courts are, is that you're supposed to share. I. You've really reaffirmed
1: in a lot of my anxieties about public spaces. Yes. I often am like, well, should I, should I just go play tennis? And then I'm like, well, what if... <laughs> Uh, I've broken the social contract and gone past 30 minutes, something everyone but me knew about.
0: Is that a true thing?
1: No, I don't know. But just in my mind, I'm going, if someone bumps me because of that, I would go, of course, of course that rule exists and (laughs) I did not know. Uh, Anyway, what the heck were we talking about? Um, Walking Michael Clayton. Walking Michael Clayton. Stressed out guys, running errands, uh, camera work. Okay, the scene where Garnett is uh, stuck in the entranceway oh sure uh that scene ends with the most glorious shot of a pissed off lakeith stanfield i think it's maybe the last scene he's in uh, an extremely pissed off lakeith stanfield uh, just standing there as the camera swirls around him and it's the most gorgeous thing i've ever seen (laughs) i think that's an important uh, element of the film is it's not just that I think it connects on this thematic level, and that it says a lot about, uh, like when I see the, the uh, pe- people yelling at service workers and stuff these yeah. days, I'm like, that's that's a gem. Good, that's your Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love it. If they if they can't afford to get a better job, they need mm-hmm. to hear about it every day. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I feel as though it's it, it works on that level. It's this film about uh everyone thinking that they are sort of uh, you know the most important person or that their yeah. life is harder than everyone else's but also just gotta be said the the confluence of that uh daniel lopatin soundtrack mm-hmm. and one of tricks point never and what's going on with him going for good time i'm point never for uncut gems i'm mm. daniel lopatin I,
0: okay i would bet it has something to do with the success of good time and yeah. that he was like oh i don't want people to be like i don't like that band uh, 100 tricks play never i'm not gonna ask him oh there's this daniel guy who did uncut gems yeah, yeah i'll ask him to do it it
1: has to be something about how he's trying to have two concurrent careers yeah. i make movie soundtracks and i am a right. concert
0: it's like musician. uh danny elfman is in oingo boingo of right? course of course and yeah he,
1: he uh but there's no real confusion there because when Oingo Boingo soundtracked a film, which they did, yeah, what which, movie, what was, movie it? was it? It I was don't in know. a trivia I did recently. Um, you know, that was all Oingo Boingo, Boingo. Uh, so there was no there was no way that they were going to call him just Elfman. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um. Whew. I feel like we're coming to the natural conclusion of things. Sure. Um, trying to think of what else would we not. So what would the usual uh, activities be? I mean, it would just be a horse basically continue. Or, uh, we would be able to have you know, a, a train of thought that continues and doesn't get derailed by children. Right, right, <laughs> right. Uh, you, you walk onto the court and just. And then
1: it's just horse conclusion? Uh, yes. Well, the conclu- the
0: full conclusion is that you uh, I want you to rate the movie, uh, give, like, your review, and while you're, like, get to your star rating, try to dunk the ball. Oh, of course. Of uh, course. Because it's funny.
1: Well, you know, if, if the court doesn't open back up, we can, of course, just tell people that I can dunk and I do <laughs> regularly. Yeah,
0: I could also, I mean, if you lay down the grass, I can use the grass as a green screen. Uh, make sort of a dunk. Okay. Here, I'll do it, I'll do it. And just make sure. Yeah, actually, I, I will say, that would be way too much work for me, but it would be very funny no, for No,
1: no, no, you can just put the raw footage in if it doesn't work yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just let me know, like, what kind of position do I need to be in?
0: Uh, So stick the one arm up above your head, uh, and then you're gonna uh-huh. uh, put your other arm behind your back. Oh. Uh, put your pal- uh, right palm, like, down a little bit. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and then, like big smile.
1: Wait, were they smiling when they dunked?
0: What about <laughs> my legs? Is this right? Yeah, no, it's perfect. Okay, and so then the, I'll flying. hold this for
1: a second. And can you just add like a swish noise?
0: Yep. Hopefully, I'm getting this on my camera, and you're good. Wow. Yeah, I appreciate it. It does
1: feel good. I have to say, running up to the hoop, I had a lot of uncertainty, mm-hmm. but, but um, you made it, and it was really impressive. Wow. Well. I really felt the arms of the angels pick me up once I was in the air, you know. Um. A okay. high school athlete never dies. That's true. Never
0: truly. That's true. You always you got that dog
1: in you, as they say. I got that dog in me. They can take the, they can take the me out of the dog, they but can't they can't take, take the, the dog out of you. Dog out of the me, yeah. is, as the saying goes. Yeah.
0: Um. One thing I want to touch on is that I talked to a friend about this. He's a big 76ers fan. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I. The team that Joel and is on, yeah, Uh, and he made the point that Uncut Gems would have been interesting uh, with him because he's actually African. Okay. Uh, Okay. um, Which I would I would love to see like pretty much every draft of this movie that they took ten years to make. They also wanted Jonah Hill uh, when Adam Sandler said he couldn't do it. A disaster. Sounds like a
1: disaster. It sounds like I'm out on Jonah. I I turned around. This is
0: also like 2013, Jonah.
1: Not Uh, the. I know they've been trying to make the movie for so long, yeah. And that they had the whole thing where they brought it to Sandler, he turned it away. Then ten years later, he comes back because Good Times so fucking good, yeah. And and like, I don't think my dad said this when he left the movie. He's like, I think the character just had to be old. Mm. I don't think that it has as much weight when it's if it's a thirty-year-old guy Mm -hmm. trying to set his life on fire. Sure. Uh, But there's something really upsetting about seeing someone who's old enough to be your parent. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. really with this, none of the sense of responsibility you would hope someone who is in that position would have, right? right? He's like a father that has almost no fatherly preservation instinct. Yeah. Yes, he's loving, but uh, I think that, I think the age makes it extra terrifying. Yes. Yeah, I can
0: agree with that. I, I it would definitely be a different movie. Mm-hmm. If you, well, I, it might be on the Criterion channel they did, like, a little, like, 30-minute doc about the softies. Yeah. And it was when they were making Good Time. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Um, and in it, they show, like, a, a pre-production sort of, like, casting list of the movie of Uncle OK Gems. Okay. Which includes Jonah and uh, the whale.
1: Oh, uh, freezer himself. <laughs> that, uh, no, go that's an
0: idea. Jonah and the whale. Sorry, Jonah Hill
1: <laughs> wow. and Brendan Fraser. Wow, and and so and so Brendan Fraser would eat him. <laughs> uh, yes. And so his whole genre now is fat phobia. That's all we're letting <laughs> him do. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> there is a play that was happening in Chicago, and they're like, Laurie Metcalf is in it. Uh, if it's a
1: play in Chicago, Laurie Metcalf is in it. <laughs> There's That is always happening at Steppenwolf.
0: Yeah, that's what it was. And they were like, and it's the dr- same as Tony-winning director. And I was like, oh, shit, maybe I'll go. Uh, and, they're like, and it's written by the guy who wrote The Whale. <laughs> and I was like, no, you, you lost me.
1: Yeah, what if? I mean, we're all we're all hating on The Whale, but what if the play just totally slaps? <laughs> what if we watched it and I we do, were like, I'm my, in?
0: My tweet
1: about The Whale
0: uh, was, uh, I wish... The whale was a play I didn't see instead of a movie that I did.
1: <laughs> um,
0: uh, yeah, I think I think we're we're pretty much gonna wrap up. Uh, what, give me your succinct review of the movie, including a out of five
1: basketballs. Okay, well, uh, for uh, any listeners, I. I... I'm, I'm of course on Letterbox, and I once yes. wrote thousands of words about this movie. Sure. Um, my Letterbox is A over B. That's over, like the word "over," mm-hmm. and then B Y E, like goodbye. And look,
0: just look at your phone or wherever you're listening to the podcast. You'll see his last name.
1: Yeah, I there. would. I should hope so. Maybe
0: linked in the description uh, of the episode will be your letterboxed.
1: I think that this is the uh, it, it's sort of essential movie of our rage moment. Yes. Uh, I I think that even though it takes place in 2012, it really has its finger on the it was already going on before COVID. But Mm -hmm. now in the post COVID landscape, every single person is being Bogosian. Every (laughs) single person is out here going, I am a scared little boy, but I'm going to scream at you about how I exposed my own ass. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and, and make it your fault. I, I, think it, I, think it's a, I think it's a mix
0: of that character, that, mm-hmm. that thing, and then also people doing the, um, I guess we're around children right now, uh, I'm so sad, I'm so effed up.
1: Yes, uh, oh, definitely. <laughs> it, and I mean, it's a
0: combination of the two.
1: Look, I could talk about this movie for hours, but the, the Phil character is crucial because and, yeah
0: he's from the future and he's from his the soul, future family is
1: yeah uh i wish i had a second phil cultural <laughs> reference to pull uh he hangs phil out with Broke lil uh, oh there you go That's which, good. yeah so there, there you also. go i'm currently pushing richie off the sidewalk <laughs> with my body language um yeah the phil character who of course ends up murdering sandler he sandler is, is a planning guy even though all of his plans go to shit and everything, yeah. gambling is all about feeling like he has control. Yeah, uh, and we're You all said that he,
0: you know, wins every uh, bet. He wins I, all three bets. But uh, he's never in the green. He's consistently in the red. Oh,
1: absolutely. But he would
0: be out of the red if people were, if he wasn't such a piece of shit making people definitely and so uh, fuck with his bets.
1: I, I think that what the movie really shows is that your material prosperity Mm -hmm. is almost always secondary to the way you are treating people yeah because with Phil and with many other people in the movie he is saying oh don't worry I've got a plan I'll make this all work and technically is he is right he will make it all work he does win the bet in the end yes he does screw over his father-in-law by having him bet on the gym Mm-hmm. And it would have been totally fine because he wins the bet at yeah. the end. So his plans work, but what he can't do is read people. Yeah, and that's what the scene with his and wife he, is all about. He can never about. stop. He can never stop. But it, like with his wife, where she, he's like, "Let's get back together." He's mm-hmm. just misreading her so egregiously. He also,
0: I think, in that scene, does a really good job of showing that this isn't what he wants. that no. he's just giving up. Like, he's like, yeah, she doesn't mean anything to me. And he has, like, sort of this, like, I don't mean what I'm saying. Totally. Tone and He's face. complete,
1: and his face looks totally wooden. Yeah. It's, it's wonderful that she laughs at it. Yeah. I mean, what an incredible performance. We barely talked about. Also, but- uh,
0: well, yeah, she's also not in the movie enough for how incredible she is. And um, Softy Brothers said that uh, their mom, every Passover, uh, puts on her uh, bat mitzvah dress to show oh. off that she... Wow. It.
1: wow 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 uh, so that was a that's little... a great detail. and then they didn't tell
0: her until she saw the movie <laughs> so
1: yeah i i think that the movie is written in this incredible way where scenes like that do that scene doesn't actually inform the plot and and it doesn't cause the end of the movie to happen mm-hmm. but it shows us why the end of the movie happens yeah because we see there that he is completely unable to see the hurt he's causing other people yes and is similarly then unable to read that even though he won, he has pissed off a man to the point where he is about to kill him. Which I think to the audience is pretty evident. Yeah, it's still, I still remember
0: the shock. Yes. How, like, god damn, I keep almost falling off
1: the sidewalk. At this point, Um, I'm not almost pushing you (laughs) off. These ones are on you. Yeah.
0: No, I just have, like, really kind of weak ankles, which will be exploited at some point on the show. Right. Uh, And I keep stepping Exploited, you said?
1: Yeah, I think that people
0: will be like, oh, he has weak ankles. All I have to do is move this way, and he'll trip and tear something and have to stop the podcast.
1: Wow, you got to bring me back on. I'm going to mess you up so bad. (laughs) Uh, I, I was hoping that you were using that as a tease for future episodes. And of course one of these episodes i'll be explaining my <laughs> weak ankles stay tuned nope uh but yeah I, I think the movie is incredible it's my absolute favorite film i th- i think that almost every scene when i rewatch it has some little character element that i didn't pick up on before uh it it's it's a rich te- text worth examining and i'm always disappointed in people when they write it off because it's profane it is sure. the sacred and profane baked together.
0: Yeah. I agree. Um, the, f- the first time I saw this movie in theaters, my uh, now ex-girlfriend, who I was living with at the time, uh-huh. uh, was out of town. And I was like, I'm sorry. I'm going to, I have to see it. Yeah. Uh, again, now she's my ex-girlfriend. So that's part uh, maybe part of it. Um, this is why you guys broke <laughs> up, right? <laughs> well, then she was like, I'll, okay, as long as you go see it with me when it's like, fully in theaters there's limited release right um and i was like perfect sounds good and then i saw the movie and i was like fuck i have to go see that again yeah uh and it is uh, the second time was more fun to be able to sit next to somebody who doesn't know what's about to happen yes uh third time i just remember enjoying it fourth time for some reason just full-on panic attacks (laughs) uh don't know don't know why but
1: the the soundtrack is like it just like bears into your yeah, skull it truly there's does. that techno song not techno that's the wrong word to use but there's that electronic song that plays mm-hmm. during the kidnapping scene and then two or three minutes into it they start doing these like drags on the cello it's mm. just it's really it's panic attack material yeah it, it it truly is um one well god what did i want to say i'm losing my thought you edit this right mm-hmm Uncut Gems, 2019, starring Adam Sandler. Oh, yeah, Adam Sandler. Mm. So it was a ton of fun to go see those movie in theaters, which I I think I saw it seven times. Oh, my God. uh, Because it attracted so many different types of people. It attracted the sports people. It attracted the Sandler people who hated it Mm -hmm. uh, for the most part. Yeah. And it was so funny, speaking of the sports people, how every time I went, Everyone with a shaved head <laughs> leaned over to their girlfriend and started talking when the parlay happened at the end. <laughs> they, like, people would be like, that means that all three of them have to happen at once, and one of them is the tip-off, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, it was just like every meathead was like, yeah. I, I'm exposing myself right <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, ne- a necessary thing.
0: I, I still talk about like the actual bedside place, Uh, and people are like, wait, excuse me? And I'm like, yeah, I put, like, $5 down on, like, these eight things happening. And if
1: it hits, I get, like, $200, and then I lose $5 because, of course, it doesn't happen. I want to be clear, Richie. I I don't think betting is stupid. I think that uh, mansplaining to your girlfriend (laughs) in the middle of a movie is stupid.
0: I I would say uh, I don't think they're mansplaining. I think they're explaining because they probably (laughs) know. They probably know that their girlfriend does not know what a parlay was, and I didn't know what it was. But I'm sure the second time I saw it, I was like, that means all three of them got a hit. I, I see. Because I Googled I what see. the definition. And you
1: did have a shaved head in 2019, and you have yes. duped me here. Yes, correct. That
0: yeah. was a skinhead in 2019. I mean,
1: I only to see it seven times. I was probably there <laughs> for three of your views.
0: Uh, I was in New York City, so um, uh, if you came out to get the full experience of wow. watching it in wow. the... Uh, so
1: you're you're out you're out sapping me, and it, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Basically, I've sort of lived this movie. <laughs> um... <laughs> I, I love this movie. I think it's one of my... It would definitely be in my top uh, 20. Okay. Um, I think... Above or below good time? Above. Hmm. But I, I don't have the same kind of relationship I have with good time. Right. Um, I want... Uh, I, I think that we should do like another like best uh top 10 of 2010 lists uh maybe 2025 at some point just uh-huh. to include those films that came out in 2019 mm-hmm. that we i felt was like.
1: frankly shocked that the 2022 sight and sound didn't have it up there at number one
0: <laughs> uh it's very similar to jean dealman jean Dielman. <laughs> yeah. uh, a movie i haven't seen but own um
1: yeah, but we we haven't seen it, but we can say it. it's definitely <laughs> similar. It's really similar. Yeah, they have She's characters. Like, look, uh, reading can, from a script. You can put this this could be the pull quote from the film? friggin' episode. Gene Dielman's oh, like on. that's just like a chick Howie Ratner. Like I, yeah. come
0: on. Whoever plays Gene Dielman is basically the Adam Sandler of whatever country that movie takes place yeah, in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: totally. I'm getting mad now about how much Dielman cribbed from the 70s. <laughs>
0: <Saudis. laughs> um yeah, I uh also, my, my current hot take that I haven't said or posted because I think uh, I don't I don't know what I think people will either think nothing of it or people will think I'm an idiot for it. Great, uh, but I it's going th- out live to listeners now. Uh, or maybe I'll cut it out. Who knows? Um, I think that uh, when they do the best of the '20s top top movies lists, uh-huh. I think Babylon is going to be in a lot of people's top tens. perfect movie oh oh my god okay it's a perfect movie it's great and I think people are only gonna look back and be like wow I underappreciated that when it came out
1: here's my here's my thing about Babylon look the current regals and AMC's are trash in the regard that you go to a movie that's like at all quiet or character driven and you will hear you will hear like fast 10 or uh, avatar sure. next door or whatever like really loud yeah, yeah, yeah uh and i went to see this three hour film babylon at a amc and there was which uh, AMC. and what's that which, which AMC? amc i went to the amc evanston okay so it was like i was not yeah, seeing closer. it on i love to go to the skokie that's my go-to General. but i don't have a car so it's like sometimes i, I go to the evanston to the skokie uh, that would be a rough bike for me. You bike on Tui? How do you get there? Uh,
0: I take Elston.
1: Mmm, that's good. Wow, this guy's good. Uh, the, I went to the, the Evanson one, and I'd already seen Avatar the Way of Water, and I sat down for Babylon. The two showtimes basically lined up, so the whole movie, I was hearing Avatar the Way of Water, <laughs> and then at the end, this fucking movie showed me Avatar! <laughs> <laughs> it was. I've never been slapped in the face so so egregiously.
0: I saw Babylon. Not that we're talking about that movie, but one day I will because I love it. Um, I, I can't
1: even imagine what the activity will be for that. Uh,
0: it'll still be basketball, but
1: uh, wait, it's going to be basketball for every season. For every
0: season, it's going to be basketball.
1: Oh, um, okay.
0: It's just right now we're talking about basketball movies. Wow. Uh, yeah, I was doing a bit. I thought we were doing a bit earlier. Well, page, it, it,
1: so. no, this is interesting to me just to just to be mean to you doesn't that mean that this will be like the most canonical season of the podcast
0: uh yes but i wanted to start it off this way
1: no i think it makes sense and i
0: also have more basketball movies so it's gonna be 10 and then i can come
1: back on on my podcast we hold off on doing all the books people actually want us to do for years (laughs) and uh no one listens to our podcast so i think your plan is great
0: thank you i hope people listen to this uh stupid fucking podcast, <laughs> uh, where I na- change the topic to Babylon real quick. Right. Um, anyway, I saw it at Music Box, uh, s- like sneak preview, uh-huh. packed theater, uh, maybe no empty seats, everybody laughing, everybody having the time of their lives. Wow. Uh, truly really one of the best movie experiences I've ever seen, to the point where I own it on Steelbook uh, 4K, and I was afraid to watch it. Because I was like, what if it sucks right. and I hate uh, and it doesn't live up to what it was? But the other day I did some mushrooms and watched it and I loved it and wow. it's, I still think it's perfect. I kind of don't
1: like it, but I like that you do.
0: I think you should give it another shot some time. <laughs> I mean,
1: look, recently unemployed, uh, I got time.
0: There you go. So yeah, I give Uncut Gems a five star
1: uh, rating. Oh, a so rating five Sorry. Uh, I give Uncut Gems uh five broken femurs. Sure. Out of five, of course. Uh,
0: no, well, here if they are still making posters with quotes, uh feel free to use this. Uh Uncut Gems is a slam
1: dunk. Wow. Wow. That's really good. Yeah. Um okay, I, I got one. Uh, audiences won't have to ball check this one. <laughs> I think that's perfect. Wow.
0: Um, I also do have to say I love that at the end, when Howard is shot in the head, um, that he has a smile on his face. Well,
1: okay, uh, n- not to launch into a whole other thing. I'll make it quick. But both of the now-popular *Happy Brothers films, Good Time and Uncut mm-hmm. Gems, have happy endings. Yeah. Even though they are horrifically stressful films, Yeah. Uh, that uh, Uncut Gems ends in a way... Howard does not know that he is dying. He is at his moment of greatest ecstasy, <laughs> yep. and all that could come for him yep. was a further whole morass that he got yeah. himself into. So the,
0: I'm curious what happens with Julia Fox because she just is coming back to New York with the money. Do they wait for her? Because she knows she's coming. Does she know that she doesn't get in contact with Howie? There's a whole other thing we could go on there.
1: Here's my question: <laughs> Are Phil and the other guy locked in the store? Mm,
0: that is a. Uh, that is a good question. I feel like I've seen that theory. Because some, how would they... You're they right. would have
1: to do such fuckery to get, to get yeah. it open.
0: You're right. Mm. Um, yeah, maybe they maybe they don't win.
1: Maybe they don't win.
0: Uh, but we won by playing basketball and talking about it. We won by playing basketball. Can I ask kind on of a meta court.
1: level? Yeah. What's your... Because I assume this podcast is going to go for a while. What's your plan for the takeover in the future
0: I uh, just hope it doesn't happen again great uh i'll figure it out
1: so let's just start you know the, the people in world war one yeah they made the grave error of assuming that this would be the only time they called it the great war oh well, let's the, just yeah. start ta- calling this the takeover one sure so
0: yeah <laughs> takeover one uh we'll see what happens um with future episodes. I'm very open to suggestions from people who are listening, uh, or watching, or listening and watching, uh, how I can make this better. It's an experiment. It's a weird, I think, great experiment. I think it's a fun idea. Um, I think, uh, you know, you know, the future's bright for moving screen, which is a basketball term, by the way. I don't get it. Uh it's like a, a, a foul uh, on offense uh it's hard to explain but moving screen is a basketball term and you watch a, a moving screen while but watching a no, movie there's
1: no screen on the court
0: uh there is when you're uh playing defense and that's that uh, you can look it up online uh okay anyway Andrew, you know the podcast is
1: going great when he starts saying you can go look that up online (laughs) uh do you have anything you want to plug yeah absolutely i host a podcast called authorized novelizations podcast it is a podcast that concerns itself with the novelizations of films so if you don't know prior to 2004 most films released by major studios got novels written based on their scripts that were released either in tandem or sometimes very far before the film would come out. Uh, these authors are kept on a variety of different leashes. Sometimes it is just the movie on the page and it sucks so much ass. And sometimes, like with uh, Star Wars Episode III, Revenge of the Sith, an episode everyone should check out if they are interested. Who's uh, the guy? That is uh, Patrick Willems uh, of just his YouTube channel. I guess it's just his name associated with cool. everything. Uh, also, the best novelization ever written that we've discovered so far is Cowboys and Aliens by Joan mm, D. Vinge, interesting. Uh, an episode definitely worth checking out, but sometimes these authors take a ton of liberties, and it's a completely different beast, and even better than the film uh, on all social media. We are Authorized Pod, and wherever you get your podcast, we are Authorized Novelizations Podcast.
0: Cool. Uh, I... By the time this comes out, my episode on Spider Man Three will come out. Yeah, your episode on Spider Man
1: uh, Three is coming out in a week.
0: Uh, a week from this recording. Eight days from now. Yeah, cool. And we'll also we'll record. Uh, yeah, we're we're recording another episode. Yeah, hey Arnold like, the movie. Hey Arnold the movie in a couple uh, like two weeks. A Week. Something like yeah, that. A week and a half. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening to. Uh, moving screen or if you uh, or, or watching. watching if you like what you heard uh, and want to see it go to patreon.com slash moving screen uh, subscribe on all the apps and stuff follow me on twitter at i am Richie Owens. follow me on instagram at IamRitchieOwens Richie Owens. um and as always I'll see you on the court
1: and, and also if you if you are on the Patreon and you didn't like what you saw unsubscribe yes yes
0: uh but tell me why uh uh, give me a backstreet boys tell me why
1: (laughs) 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 all right that's the end of the show bye bye see you on the the court i love you always good to have a laugh to go out on (laughs)